Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Midday Matcha with Libby. Clearly, I am fucking Libby. Okay. Today's episode, I was very hesitant on making. There are going to be a million and fifty disclaimers in this. This is not a tips and tricks episode, okay? This is strictly like a story time episode of me and my sugar daddies. I just want to let you guys know the stories I've had with sugar daddies. I just want to really open up to you guys and tell you what happened. First disclaimer. This happened when I was 18. I've grown a lot since then. I make my own fucking money now. I'm a boss bitch and I stand by that. I actually hate taking other people's money. But in the time, I was so for manipulating and genuinely robbing these men. I didn't like actually rob them. Just they spent a lot of fucking money on me as they should. As they fucking should. The reason I decided to do a Sugar Daddy episode is because I get 20 DMs a week from men offering to be my Sugar Daddy. I know my life is really hard. It's so hard. Obviously, I don't really take any of them up on their offer because they're coming from Instagram, but this just felt like the perfect topic for this week's episode. I'm so sorry, mom, that you have to hear this. But I've always been a hustler. I always will be a hustler. And when I was 18, I decided to hustle in the way of trying to be a sugar baby. It was like a weird fucking phase in my life. And we're going to get into every single thing that led up to this phase. This is what I call the seeking arrangement era. Okay, you know what? I'm going to put a bold disclaimer out there. We've all thought about it. We've all thought about making a seeking arrangements. When seeking arrangements was big. Oh, I fucking know all of you wanted to make a seeking arrangements. I just actually did it. That's the difference. I was 18 years old. And when I first got to college, I was so trying to be a whore and being like my little hoe phase and the first night of college I met my ex-boyfriend who I then dated for two years you could say I was really disappointed in myself right off the bat you know went out there strong trying to be a hoe and really settled immediately so you're like how does this correlate before my ex-boyfriend and I started dating we were like talking everything was fine one day randomly He was like, I'm coming to get all my shit from your room. I literally never want to hear from you again. I never want to speak to you again. We're done. Yeah, it's mental illness. But I was like, no explanation, nothing. I was heartbroken, of course, because I expected a college athlete to be loyal to me like a dumb bitch that I was. Kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah, I was honestly like so fucking heartbroken. And at that point, I was like, men are genuinely good for nothing. They're actually trash. They're literally repulsive. So my friend was like, hey, I just made a seeking arrangements. Why don't you? And I was like, you know, why don't I? At this point, I'm not here for fucking love. I'm here to just use men and their money, all that they're good for. That was my mindset when I was 18. So that's what the fuck I did. Made my seeking arrangements account. 
I would say within three hours, it blew up. I had a million men wanting to be my sugar daddy. And I knew going into the Seeking Arrangements account, I did not want to have sex with any of these men. I was not going to actually prostitute myself out there. I wasn't going to go that far. I just knew I wanted them to take me on nice dates and I wanted their money. I wanted them to pay to go on a date with me, as they should. Let's talk about my first sugar daddy I met. I met him at a really nice restaurant. I was fucking terrified, but I was like, you gotta go through with this, Livy. You actually have to do this. Men are trash. We are only using men for their money here on out. That's it. I'm sick in the head. Something's wrong with me. But met him at the restaurant. Off the bat, he was like, I'm a really big deal, like naming everything he did. Little did he know. I didn't know fucking shit about what he did, nor did I even give a fuck. All I looked at him was like, okay, money? Like, what's the deal? Is there money or is there no money? You could tell me you do the most fancy thing in the world. I truly would not even know what you were doing. He was just like kind of bragging about himself the whole night. I mean, like, what did I expect? And I will say out of all my sugar daddy experiences, this was the fucking worst one. He grabbed my palm right away and was like, oh, I'm going to read your palm like you've had a really bad heartbreak and I was like dude what the my palm is telling you I had a really bad fucking heartbreak and he was like and then before that you had an even worse heartbreak I was like fucking attacked over here by my sugar daddy I was like you had to what are you gaining from this and I was like all right give me my fucking hand back we're not doing this shit anymore and then he just continued to tell me about all the nice things and nice places he would take me to and I was like you know that's not really my vibe. Yeah, I like looked at him. I was like, you know, I think you want something a little bit more serious. I just want you to take me on dates here and there and pay me to go on the dates. And so we just really didn't agree with the fact of what we wanted. Also, he was married with kids. And when I found that out, I was like, this is disgusting. I got to go. I'm going to leave. You're so fucking ugly. Like not enough money in the world could pay me to actually sit with you to actually act like I liked you. So, I mean, I had a really nice dinner. But other than that, I just wasn't fucking feeling it at all. And that was my first sugar daddy experience. So I was like, wow, this shit sucks. I then got back together with my ex-boyfriend. Did I tell him I was... Yeah, I did tell him I went on a couple sugar daddy dates and I said, well, like you didn't take me on a date. You thought I was going to sit back and not let anybody take me on a date. I also did some other little fun things in the time that we were broken up. It was genuinely a week. I was just out here whoring it up and I fucking loved it. You know what? You thought you were going to leave me and I was just going to stay loyal to someone I'm not with. Wrong bitch. Wrong fucking bitch. So then... My ex and I went on another break, as you call it. It's, I call it more really a manipulative cycle, but we can call it a break. And my friend called me and she was like, hey, I got this one sugar daddy in my DMs. You know I can't do it because my boyfriend won't let me. Do you want him? And I was like, yeah, like send him my way. Like, yeah, send him my profile. Like, oh, this is fucking perfect. I got on the phone with this sugar daddy And he told me he wanted pictures of me with men, basically. He was like, I will pay this, this, and this for just simple pictures of you with these men. So what I did was, this is kind of fucked up. I called one of my ex's teammates who liked me and I said, hey, like, come to my room. I want to talk to you about something. Two seconds later, there's a knock on my door. He's like, what's up? I'm like, listen, 
I need to get some pictures of you and I doing some fun things. And you know, he's like a really good guy. And like, I really trusted him. And I said, I will buy you a pair of shoes for this. And he was like, why do you need these pictures? Like, what is this for? And I'm not going to look at him and be like, you know what? I'm just on some sugar baby bullshit right now. Anytime I break up with your friend, I decide to become a sugar baby. I was just like, um, for me, like they're just sexy. I want them for me. And he was very hesitant and I eventually got him to agree to do it. And I was like, fuck yes, I'm going to make so much bank and I don't even have to touch this guy. I don't even have to have sex with this guy. I have to do nothing. Just take a couple like cute pictures of us together. That is literally fucking humiliating now that I look back on it. If I was to find those pictures to this day, I think I would have like lost my mind. But then I got a call from my friend who sent me him. And she was like, hold on, hold on, hold on. He's offering a lot of money. And I just checked with my boyfriend and he said, it's fine that I can do this. And I was like, that's so fucking rude. You can't give me this stable income and then try and take it away from me. And her and I, we actually got in like a huge fight about this sugar daddy situation. We're both just really hard workers and we both just really wanted that money. But our fight resulted in neither of us even being able to talk to the sugar daddy. Now I look back and I'm like, what the fuck were we on that we had to get in this kind of fight over a fucking sugar daddy? I'm just getting started. These sugar daddy stories get a little bit more interesting. So I told you guys basically anytime my ex and I broke up, I became a sugar baby. Automatically, that was like my go-to. Like, men are fucking trash. I'm going to use them for their money. We're broken up. I'm a sugar baby. This time, I got an offer when I was in a relationship. This was through Instagram DMs. I truly didn't think my ex would have had a problem with it. Why? Because I was going to split the money with him. It was a lot of money. The man wanted nothing from me except a texting conversation. I just had to wish him good morning and wish him good night every night. And I was like, oh my God, my boyfriend is going to be totally okay with this. Like we're bringing in close to 3000 a week just for me to do that. Like, oh my God, why would my boyfriend not think this is the best idea ever? We can go on amazing dates. I'm going to give him some of the money. I'm talking $200. What do I look like? An idiot? No, that's still my fucking money. I'm doing all the damn work. And I approached my ex with it. And I was like, hey, babe, this man wants me to be his sugar baby, all I have to do is wish him good night and say good morning and just have a conversation all day. I was like, isn't this fucking ideal? Like, I'm so excited. We're going to have such an amazing life with his money. And my ex lost his fucking mind. He was like, are you insane? And I was like, oh, this is not the reaction I was expecting. He was like, you really want to cheat on me like that? And I was like, first of all, you've been cheating this whole relationship. Second of all, this is not cheating if you know about it. And if I'm going to offer you some of the money, this is work. I'm not looking at this any other sort of way besides work. My ex didn't really like that statement either. He was like, there's genuinely no way you're doing this. This is disgusting. I was like, here's the thing. I pay for our dates. I pay for everything we do. You barely pay for shit. So why can't we both benefit off of this man? Yes, it's my money, but I'm even offering to give you some. Like, I'm being super fucking generous. I don't know why he had such an issue with it. We got in a huge fight. It genuinely almost ended my relationship. 
to the point where I had to apologize to him. I know you're like, you're surprised by this. Yes, I'm fucking surprised by this because I truthfully was like, we're both going to make so much money off of this. Like, why is it an issue? And you're not giving me the life I want to live. What the fuck? Who cares if I go and hustle and make some money by myself and live the life I want to live a little bit? God damn. Like, is it going to kill me to wear Gucci slides that another man's money bought me? Like, no, you're just insecure. So that is how I almost broke up with that college boyfriend of mine. So that was a hard no. He thought I was insane. I thought it was a great business opportunity for the both of us. Then we have my sugar baby phase that happened right before I got my job. I was like always nannying and like doing all these jobs and stuff. But like before I got my big job, my ex and I had just broken up again and I heard of this website. I would tell you guys the name, but I actually don't remember the name and I don't have any of it on my computer anymore. But basically what you do is you upload your picture and these men, oh my God, this is disgusting. They kind of bid on you to take you on a date. Wait, wait, sounding a little fucked up. They'll send you an amount. It's always over a hundred and it's always less than 500. And they'll, it'll be like for $300, this guy will take you on a date. And I can either say, you need to give me more money or like we can settle and we'll go on this date. But like for them to even talk to me, we have to settle on a price. My first day on there, I'm doing big things. Basically, I could make close to three grand just by doing four or five dates. So I'm excited about this app. So I come across this one guy. I'm going to call him. Oh, I'm going to call him Sugar Daddy. Like that's it. That's his name is Sugar Daddy. Anyways. His offer to me, $150. I was like, okay. I was really scared. So I was like, my friend's going to come with me. Is that okay? He's like, that's perfectly fine. I actually met him at the same restaurant. I met my first sugar daddy. They probably like, oh my God, this bitch again, this fucking whore. But it was six months apart from each other. So my friend and I went. It was really fun. Had some drinks. Had some really great lunch. Got paid to go on this date. And then left. Mind you, I've never slept with any of these guys. I've never even kissed any of these sugar daddies. I haven't even hugged this sugar daddy. He was like very kind of socially awkward. I think he was a little scared of me. I just think he was like very nervous like the whole time. That was perfect for me. All I had to do was sit and had a great conversation with him. Like he was a really, really, really good guy. Him and I proceeded to go on, I would say like five or six more dates in that time got to know him. It was a lot of fun with him actually and it was great to get a little break from the other guys I was dating my age that were like actually fucking losers. Like this guy was really really cool. So it came to the point where he was like I <laughs> fuck. I want to take you with me to one of my business weekends in New York. And I love New York and I've always wanted to go to New York. And I was like, wait, this is perfect. Like, I would love to go. Obviously, you already know I'm going to get a different hotel room. And he was like, yes. And he was like, you can do whatever you want during the day. And then we'll just always meet up for dinner at night because I'm going to be working from like eight in the morning till seven. He was a really successful lawyer. So he's like, I'm going to be pretty busy, but like, I want you to explore New York and have the best time. And I was like, oh my God, this is perfect. Also because I was 
talking to a man in New York. I was. And he kept being like, come visit me. And I was like, no, you come visit me. You come to Chicago. He was like, no, we were just kind of going back and forth of who was going to visit who. So when I got that news about my sugar daddy, I said, oh, my God, this is perfect. But me explaining this situation to my rebound, if you guys remember him, this was my rebound when we first started talking before anything happened. I told him, I called him, and I was like, hey, I'm going to be in New York in around May, it looks like, like a month away, I'm going to go to New York. And he was like, oh my God, like, that's perfect. We can definitely meet up and like hang out and stuff. And I was like, oh, I um, forgot to mention, I'm going to be there for work. Because I was, don't get mid fucked up. I was going to be there for work. Like that is still work. He was like, okay, that's perfect. Like dinners and stuff. And I was like, that's the thing. Um, We can't really do dinners. He's like, what? I was like, just like during the day, like, let's just hang out. And he was like, why not dinner? And I was like, oh, I have a bunch of other friends in New York that really want to see me. And he was just like, wait, what? He was very, very, very confused, as he should be. But I was like, don't ask fucking questions. Just know I'm coming. We're going to see each other. And that's great. We were both excited. I was going to use my sugar daddy to go see the boy I was talking to in New York, get paid for being with the sugar daddy all weekend, and get being taken out to the nicest dinners and have the nicest time. At the same time, I get to meet a boy that I was actually a little bit interested in at the time. So honestly, that's a fucking savage move on my end. And then it came down to the point where it was going to happen. And my sisters and my friends were like, hey, I really actually don't think you should go to New York with this guy. I'm actually scared for you. I just don't think this is a good idea. They're all haters is what I was thinking. I was like, you're all fucking haters and don't want to see me live my best life. And then I took a step back and I was like, you know what? They're right. I never know what can happen. I don't know anybody in New York besides this guy. And if I got into a situation and I called him and I was like, my sugar daddy's attacking me. He'd be like, bitch, what do you mean your sugar daddy's attacking you? I thought we had something going on. So I decided to not go to New York with my sugar daddy at the time. I know. I fumbled the bag on that one. I really did. I could have made a lot of money. Could have seen the guy I was talking to. It's fine. I'm okay. But honestly, my safety was... The most important thing. Him and I did go on, I would say, three other dates after that. Nicest restaurants never touched me and would just slip me my cash at the end of the date. And I would profit off of him. And it was a really fun time when that happened. Because I genuinely wasn't doing shit and I was getting paid for a lot. And he paid for the lunch. He paid for everything. So, yeah. That was a fun little sugar daddy experience. No, this story come when I decided to help my friend out. So she was on the same website I was on and there was this guy who was like, yeah, let's go to dinner. And she was like, well, can I bring my friend? And he was like, yeah, perfect. And I was genuinely terrified because I don't like meeting new sugar daddies, I guess. Like that's just always been really scary to me. So for some reason, I was way more panicked than I normally am. I was really hesitant about going, but I was like, you know what? No, no, we're going to do it together. This will be fine. This will be fun. We get to the restaurant and we see him right away. He seems really nice. He seems really cool. We're sitting for a while. It's actually getting super awkward for a really long time. It's just not feeling good. I'm like, something's feeling really off here. 
And then we get to start talking to him more and get to know him a little bit better. And this man actually ends up being one of the nicest guys I have ever met. We had a great dinner. We ordered so much yummy food. And then the owner of the restaurant came up to us and was like, hey, I have a club down the block that I think you guys should go to. Let me stamp your hands. You'll have so much fun. And so my friend and I were like, I don't know about that. Like the last thing we want to do is go out with this guy. But like things were going well and we were just like, you know what, fuck it. Let's go at this point. And we went and it was so much fun. He bought our drinks all night and it was really nice because no men were talking to us in that club because we were with him. People were probably like, what the fuck is this dynamic? Like this is the weirdest shit I've ever seen. But he was buying us drinks all night, taking photos of us He was kind of like that gay best friend. He didn't even try and touch us or hit on us at all. He was just really living for the experience. And I miss him every day. I really do. He was such a good guy and we had such a fucking fun time that I would still text him to this day and just be like, let's just hang out and get drinks because he's so cool and such a great guy. I know he was like, like a sugar daddy arrangement. Most of these guys I went on the dates with never acted like it was a sugar daddy arrangement. They were never like, oh, here's your allowance. Here's this. Never like that whatsoever. These were really nice, genuinely good guys. And you're probably like, well, why do they need a sugar baby then? Something seems off. A lot of these guys just want company. They work so much that they don't have time to go and meet somebody, you know? So to pay me to sit with him at his lunch break so he doesn't have to eat alone, that's like the guy that was going to take me to New York. I mean, it's almost sad at this point. I'm just being a good friend, you know? I wouldn't even call me a sugar baby. I would just call me a supportive friend to these men. They just want to have fun. The one guy that I went with, my friend, He was just in Chicago for the weekend and just wanted to have some fun. Like, he wasn't looking for anything sexual. He was really looking to just have a fun weekend. These guys really weren't on any weird shit. It's so sad to me that my sugar daddies who paid me to be there are nicer to me than guys my own age who take me on dates. And a lot of the times I want to look at these losers that take me on dates and say, hey, men pay for me to sit across from them. You think I'm going to just be impressed by the fact that you took me on a date? No, like put some effort into the conversation, put some effort into the date and stuff like that. Because if I have men paying me to go on dates with them and I decide to go on a date with you, don't you think you should step it up a little bit? (laughs) You're like, whoa, you're insane. No, but seriously, like these guys were really nice. I don't regret anything I've done. Now I really like to make my own money and I like the idea of depending on a man really grosses me out. But like these were just like, fun nights that turned into content that I can tell you guys about. So why the fuck not? I got really lucky with my situations that they were all really cool, non-touchy, non-pervertive men. I mean, I feel like I've heard other stories from people where shit didn't go very well, but mine were just really cool. And I don't think I'm going to ever do it again, but while it lasted, it was a lot of fucking fun. If you're going to go on a sugar daddy date, Definitely send all your friends your location. Definitely 
be safe. Shit can get scary. I'm not over here recommending to go on these dates, like, because my experience was really well. I'm not going to tell you guys to go and do that. I'm just saying, you know what? I had a really good time. I don't recommend doing this, but if you want to do it, fucking do it. We're young ones. It turned into be great stories. I don't look at myself any less because of that. If anything, I look at the guys I date a lot differently because I just know what's out there. These men have treated me well. They've been really nice to me, taken me to nice dates, and paid me to do so. So if anything, it made my standards a little higher. I know it sounds crazy that I did this shit, but you know what? When you're heartbroken and young, you'll do some crazy fucking shit. I don't ever sit here and judge anybody. I hope nobody sit here and judges me. Even if you did, I don't think I'd give a fuck because I made money for going on nice dates and some of you just let these frat losers take you out to fucking Chili's. Let's step up our game, ladies. That's my sugar daddy story time for you guys. Let's get into my midday matcha must-haves. Okay, bone broth. Oh my god, bone broth is so damn good. If you guys don't know what bone broth is, go get it. I drink a cup of it every morning. I've always heard that it's really good for you, but then I like actually decided to do it and taste it. And it tastes so fucking good. I get a coconut lime flavor, which is like a Thai kind of flavor, and it's so good. Oh my god, I love it. And... It's really good for you. I highly recommend to go get yourself some bone broth. So to go on the health and wellness track for my workouts, I have always struggled with finding a workout that I really love. This is sounding sponsored. It's literally not. I used to be a competitive cheerleader and those were really, really hard workouts. And I've always had a lot of trouble finding a workout that could compete to that or even compare to that in any sort of way that I really love to do and took so much out of me. Like, I love to be exhausted at the end of my workouts. I think it's so much fucking fun. And I just want to feel like I, like, gave it my all at the end of a workout. I really do. A year ago, I did Barry's Boot Camp. And it's basically half the class you're on the treadmill, the other half you're on the floor lifting weights. And you're pushing your speed to, like, an 9, 10, 11 on the treadmill. You're doing sprints. You're doing intervals. And then on the floor, you're lifting heavy, heavy weights. It gives me such a good workout. I fucking love berries. It is addicting. I can't do any other workout. I am not content with any other workout besides berries. Oh, my God. It is actually fucking addicting. So I just bought a membership there. They are pricey, but it's so worth it. I get up excited to go to my berries. I get up at 5.15 to do a 6.15 berries class. I'm not waking up that fucking early for a shitty workout. No, it's amazing. Ooh, I think this is a cute little must-have. A sexy watch. When I was in my freshman year of high school, my mom bought me a Michael Kors watch. I wore it when I was in my freshman year of high school. I never really wore it after that. But now I'm starting to wear it again. And I think it's the cutest thing ever. It's a nice watch. It's pretty. It looks good. And it just really kind of accentuates the outfit and just kind of gives off a really boss bitch vibe. I fucking love it. I highly recommend getting a nice watch. It doesn't have to be like super nice, but you could always get one from Kohl's in general too. I feel like they have good watches. And just fucking rock a watch, honestly. So... 
This is this week's episode of Midday Mantra. Another one done. We're on episode 11. I can't believe it. It's amazing. I've been loving every second of this. Your guys' feedback is what keeps me going. So I love to hear your questions, comments, and concerns. If you want to reach me, you can email me at middaymacha with two A's at gmail.com. Also, my DMs on Instagram, Livy Mave, that's M-A-E-V-E, as in Mave. And then midday underscore matcha has an Instagram as well. Go follow me on both of those. Have an amazing weekend. Go out there and get some money to go on dates and shit like that. Have men pay you for your time, ladies. Realize your worth and realize how fucking valuable you really are. I'm done with the sugar daddy train, but I want to see you guys get on it and I want to hear your stories. Okay, but be safe. Like, actually, like, kidding. Like, just really be safe if you decide you're going to do that. But always share everything you do with me that I recommend. I don't recommend it, but if you want to do it, do it. Go be a sugar baby. See what happens. If anything, it's always a story to tell. That's the one thing I always have a story to tell. Finesse these men, ladies. I feel like I could just have a whole section of the podcast. Last week, I told you guys how to get free drinks at the club from men. This week, I'm telling you how to get paid to go on dates from men. I don't know how my life got to this point, but it's been pretty fucking fun. I love every single one of you. You guys are amazing. Have an amazing weekend. I love you guys. Oh, and rate and subscribe to the podcast if you're on Apple Podcasts. Thank you, but have a great weekend. I love you guys. Bye.